business nor creativity. You can strategically lead whatever. Hello, and welcome to Corvinus Business Intelligence. This is a podcast series dedicated to learning about and from today's and tomorrow's business leaders and to understanding the cutting edge issues on which they work. Today's podcast is focused on the business of film. We are just delighted to have as our guest on Corvinus Business Intelligence today, Victoria Petrani, an award-winning Hungary-based producer of Hungarian and international films, and the co-founder of Hungary's Proton Cinema. This podcast is part one of our discussion with Victoria Petrani. This podcast was created and prepared by the Budapest Investment Club of Corvinus University's School of Business. My name is Theodore Boone. I am a member of the faculty of Corvinus University's School of Business and one of your hosts for this program. Producer Victoria Petrani established and co-founded an independent film production company called Proton Cinema in 2004. It has produced such international successes as the Khan's entries Delta, White God, and Jupiter's Moon. Proton also produces cutting-edge first fictions as Land of Storms, for some inexplicable reasons, and Gorilla. In addition to Hungarian language films, Victoria has co-produced many international productions. For example, The Song of Names, 1989, Boy 7, and The Last King. Victoria, welcome. Hello, everyone. Victoria, we're, we're so pleased that, that you're here. And one of the questions that I always had and found interesting about film production and a producer is you work at the intersection of business and art, I think you could say. Perhaps there are other intersections there, too, but those are, are two of those. Uh, do you consider yourself a, a business person that is involved in art or an artist that is involved in business or something else? Very good question. I ask myself every day. <laughs> I mean, most probably during the everyday work, these uh, uh, angles are clashes like in every second, practically. When, when I was 18, starting, starting uh, uh, filmmaking, I was obviously considering myself nothing else but a creative person who would like to uh, be part of filmmaking. And that, when I said filmmaking, I considered it as purely as art or form of art or not necessarily art, but some kind of form of creativity for sure. We could discuss for hours what art is, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to, to, to go there right now. Uh, and of course, how, how I grew into this profession over the last more than 20 years now, uh, I realized it more and more that it is business and, it's, and the business part and industry part, uh, I also enjoy a lot. So actually, I, I, I found really great creativity in the part 
of, uh, of the industry world as well. So I would say, if someone asks what is producing and that I could explain again uh, for a while, I, I always try to narrow it down to the word, I'm a st- strategic planner myself. So I'm a strategist. This is strategic leading, this is what producing Mm -hmm. is. So it's nor business, nor creativity. You can strategically lead whatever. (laughs) You could strategically life as well. I am a manager. You consider yourself as a manager because before we were discussing with Chaba to ask the question of, are you an entrepreneur more or more of a manager? Because, you know, like you founded obviously this amazing company, but you have to, like as a producer, as I know it, like the job description in tasks like from day minus one till the production sets, like everything you have to know, like keep track of everything. And that's basically a manager. Look, I think management in, 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 in this respect doesn't really give you the real sense of what production management is because that involves a lot of non-operative elements as well, like understanding the content this is where the producing job starts. So you really need to understand what is the actual thing you would like to create. What is it? What is this box? And when you start to define that box, you start to understand what kind of crew you would like to add. What is the financing uh, it, it does need? What is the environment you could place it? What is the marketplace which can welcome it? What is So you will define all, all of it and find a way strategically to make it happen. And it, was, it was interesting what you were saying. It, it got me thinking, um, being an artist or a business person, they don't have to be mutually exclusive items at all. Uh, you can have somebody who maybe calls themselves an artist but is a great business person or uh, somebody who thinks of them as a business person but is actually a good artist in the sense that I think many of the best business people are, in a way, artists as as well in in their creativity so it's that, not either or yeah and also it, during these 20 years i i met so different kind of producers so you are at one point in your life you just pick to be one kind of producer so i met producers who are strictly business people i met producers who were only involved in the creative strategic planning and that's it i met producers uh, who, who, who turned to be from nine producers who were great in operative producing but were involved a bit less in creative processes. So it's really a wide range of people when you say producers. It's it most probably you can find many different kinds. It's pretty close when, 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 when it comes about uh, uh, strategic planning. I think I'm pretty close to reality because this is what's happening from managing the content because you need to develop the content as well, uh, financing, production, and and the distribution, and uh, reaching out to the market, it's it's all belongs to the responsibility of the producer. So mm-hmm. that's why it's hard to define yeah, because it's a very long and very complex process. So yeah, it is. It's very interesting. Can we talk a bit about financing? For instance, um, you mentioned that you have to like. Like you do the financing part as well, right? Yeah. Or so, is it different for each individual project, or do you, as a company, find sources of investors? So, are there investors for like just one particular film, or is it 
an investor has to invest in the company and diversify in different projects? Each project is different. Mm -hmm. So you tailor make every every financing plan uh, depending on what the content is, uh, which countries you can involve, if it's a co-production or not genuinely, uh, if it's commercial or if it's like super art house. So you again define the box of content and then you try to define what kind of financing source you can raise uh, for that certain project. So it will be always different. Of course there are patterns. When I say pattern, there's like Eastern European Hungarian language art house movie. You can kind of create a pattern for that so it, it won't differ from other Eastern European Hungarian mm-hmm. uh, art house mm-hmm. movies. And uh, and this goes also for English language uh, um, mainstream projects. So there are patterns which we work with. Producers know their partners, know these patterns. And of course, from the different variety of financiers, they try to put package together the ones who are matching the most to this project and to the needs of the project. Sometimes it's really difficult because the production is a bit out of the box, so it it is mainstream but not, and it is Hungarian language, but try to be more mainstream, mm-hmm. and then you are having a box which is hard to define, and you can you have to stretch these patterns to really meet the financing. But the, the financing plan is just like the budget is a is an ever changing plan. That's why it's always called a financing plan. Some of my partners really ask, okay, then what will be the financing of the event? No, no, no. We are creating financing plans, and we change them eventually, like every month, because there there are days when it just turns out that this line of financing plan won't work out anymore. It's just like a big puzzle, and you need to work on it constantly till the film is financed, till you have like a green light for the financing. The interesting thing is when you ask about uh, investors, in there's one kind of money, when, what you call investment money in the movie, which is equity uh, uh, funds or, or, or uh, equities. And this is really rare here. So mm-hmm. I've met equity funding once in my life. Of course, I've seen it in practice a lot with other uh, uh, production services, but it's it's tricky, you know, like who would, like the question is really good, like it's a real business question. Who would put money as investment into a Hungarian language film where we all know that Hungarian language films will never make even? It's also true for the entire sector, like Eastern European countries tend to uh, view filmmaking still more art, but also the reason for that is because it's not enough marketable for them, because these are uh, uh, small language territories, even if a film is successful, it will never ever make even. So it's a it's a business nonsense mm-hmm. in a way, if you would you know, sitting here in Corvinus, I'm happy to say that, the filmmaking here is a business nonsense. So the, the financing is sourced from, from where? There are subsidies. Subsidies are uh, mostly cultural fundings from state or regional uh, entities. Uh, there are some regional fundings, which means that if you spend here 100 uh, US dollar, uh, uh, you will get 80. So mm-hmm. practically you have to spend there 100% or 120%, 150% of, of what you receive. So that that's really good regional 
uh, method. And there are some so-called market monies. Market monies can be pre-sales. When you pre-sell your film by territories uh, to a streaming uh, service or to any kind of distributor, because distribution is by territories. So let's say you pre-sale France and England, just to give you an example, then these territories are pre-sold, that means you money in advance, that means you production money. So market money, pre-sales money can be. Also market money is a broadcasters, because they can pre-buy pre your film as well. This is again a pre-sale or a slightly a co-production uh, structure. And what else? Word sales is also, word sales MGs, minimum guarantees, are also considered as uh, uh, pre-sales money. And can you get like from advertisement? You can. There are sponsorships and product placements. I mean, th those are different uh, uh, in each case. Product placement is a thing you would never really go in a Hungarian movie. You can, some, some of the movies does, but it means really little reach because we are talking about mainstream movies. Mainstream movies stay local most of the time. Whatever the, the myth is, the truth is that, that mainstream remains local and the more uh, international the content is, most probably the more art health the content is, it will, it will cross borders. So therefore, but but then the product placement is really not relevant in in those contents. So if we are talking about mainstream, where you can really play well with this product, then it then it just remains local. So if there are brands which really want to, you know, hit the road mm -hmm. uh, with with a movie, of course it's possible, and of course you can gain like let's say twenty thirty thousand. Uh, euro out of it, but compared to a film's budget, it's a lot of effort for a very, very little visibility. And then all the things, you know, that how big it has to be in the background, and like all these very uncomfortable things, which can create a lot of mess. So I'm not a big fan. Mission Impossible 3, the new iPhone X, yeah. appears. Of course, everybody understands the point yeah, of that, yeah, yeah. But, but it's not really likely that it makes as much sense in, so in it's, it's like the, for mainstream. It's US mainstream blockbusters which can really, you know, cope well with this structure of financing. Sponsorship is something else because you know even it can be sponsorship without visibility. It can be just sponsorship for yeah. the pure sake of That's liking it. You mentioned the, the the kind of blockbuster scenario uh, and and the financing. So my understanding, and please elaborate or, or correct me. But it seems like, uh, in, in terms of these big, I don't know what you call them, blockbuster-type movies, it often seems that certain segments seem to be being filmed in, in, in Hungary. It's, for example, my understanding is The Martian was, was uh, partially filmed here, and actually Mission Impossible, at least there's an opening scene in one of them, I think it was Gross, uh, Ghost Protocol, where the opening scene is a shot over the parliament and the Danube, a beautiful uh, shot of the city. Um, so how does how does that work? How do those slices of filming take place, and and does that make money? It's a very core of our film industry here in Hungary as well. Is the tax incentive? Tax incentives exist all over the world. Tax incentive is based on um, a state uh, program 
which allows you access indirectly to state support through tax money or tax benefits or tax shelters. It depends, it depends really on the method uh, when you spend money there. So on a certain, on spend basis, you will have a tax rebate for your project. It can be a huge part of financing. So how the projects are financed today, uh, one question is always, where do we shoot it? I mean, one, the, the first element is, okay, where the content allows. So if it's, uh, you know, D-Day Normandy, then most probably it, it wouldn't happen here. First of all, where can we shoot it? Second of all, if the shooting place or if the shooting places, what we can pick uh, really makes sense financially. I mean, what is the budget range there? What, what is the, the, the scale of the fees? How pricey that country is or that region is? And the third thing is, what is the available tax incentive there? So most of the productions are designed around these incentives. Therefore, now Eastern European and Baltic countries are really heavily in competition to, to gain these projects. Of course, it's a, it's a big market of, of these movies. Where, where, where are they going? And... Uh, and this is how partly they get they get their financing. It's a huge benefit for for productions. Mm-hmm. So if a big U.S. blockbuster ends up shooting here, the reason why they do it is complex. Still, they do it for for the sake of tax in, the, uh, the tax rebate, and also they do it because they can have uh, value for their money. So there are great crews on high professional level who can actually provide good service for their project. And this is called uh, production service industry. And this it's is less expensive, right? <laughs> I mean, not necessarily than other com- uh, countries yeah, competing. Okay. Of course, it's less expensive than them, okay. otherwise they wouldn't come. So the bottom line of, of uh, the entire thing is to have a cost-effective solution uh, for their project. Yeah. That has also got quality. That, that's also, I say, you know, not yeah. cheap, but cost-effective. Right. So, like, in an ideal world, it has to be very high-profile, high-quality for an optimum. And this is what this Hungarian film industry is also very much based right now. So, the infrastructure mm-hmm. of it, the crews, uh, the film incentive system, even the, the film fund support is very much uh, working around this industry. It's, uh, it's just fascinating. Um, and unfortunately, we, we've run out of time uh, for today's uh, podcast. Um, it's really been a wonderful uh, discussion. Um, this is the first podcast with Victoria Petrani. Um, but we are not done with uh, Victoria. Um, please return for uh, podcast two with Victoria, where we will be focusing on uh, the impact of COVID-19 on Victoria's industry, and also on the impact of developing technologies and streaming services, among other issues. I would like to thank my co-hosts for today, Anita Hamar, and most of all, I would like to thank you, Victoria, for this outstanding discussion. Production of the Budapest Investment Club of Corvinus University in Budapest. We leave you today with these words spoken by Benjamin Franklin. An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Thank you.